linode.com and we're hosted on linode cloud servers at linode.com slash changelog this episode is brought to you by DigitalOcean. Guess what? DigitalOcean recently added MySQL and Redis to their list of managed databases. Their full managed databases lineup now includes the three most popular databases out there for developers, Postgres, MySQL, and Redis. It'll eliminate the complexity involved in managing, scaling, and securing your database infrastructure, and instead, get back to focusing on building value for your users. Learn more and get started for free with a $50 credit at do.co slash changelog Again, do.co slash changelog. Welcome to Practical AI, a weekly podcast about making artificial intelligence practical, productive, and accessible to everyone. This is where conversations around AI, machine learning, and data science happen. Join the community and Slack with us around various topics of the show at changelaw.com slash community. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Practical AI FM. And now onto the show. Welcome to another episode of Practical AI. This is Daniel Whitenack. I'm a data scientist with SIL International, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Chris Benson, who is a principal AI strategist at Lockheed Martin. How are you doing this week, Chris? Hey, I'm doing fine, Daniel. What's up? Uh, not, not much. Busy day. It's submission day for uh, ACL. And I'm trying to get something ready. We'll see if I actually make it. By the time this goes live, I will have either failed or, or not made the deadline. And ACL is for the listeners? Yeah, that's the uh, computation. Uh, it's a large computational linguistics conference, but it's kind of one of the larger natural language processing community research conferences. And so there's like EMNLP and then there's ACL. Um, and there's larger, you know, like right now, started maybe today when we're recording is the start of uh, NeurIPS, which is another large AI research conference. And hopefully I'll be live streaming some of that later and, and trying to keep up because I'm not there. But yeah, it's one of those those sorts of conferences. So we'll see if I if I make it. <laughs> we'll make it through. I, I got to say, I had one of the coolest weeks last week I've ever had. I started at Carnegie Mellon University. We had there was a, a big conference uh, on future of AI and STEM and society. We got to do a, a breakout on AI and ethics and such and STEM and what things that could be done. That was really a cool conversation. Solved all sorts of world problems right there. I bet so. Yeah, I got to sit on a panel called Protecting AI from Threats. And the guy beside me was uh, General Cartwright, who used to be the vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And uh, he just wow. had brilliant insights. He's not an AI person the way we are, but was just really impressed with what he had to say. And then uh, did a, an opening keynote in Philadelphia later on on ethics and AI. And finally, we finished out the week. Listeners will probably uh, recognize us. We had the uh, championship for Alpha Pilot, which we had a previous episode on in Austin, Texas. And we handed out a $1 million prize to Team MabLab. They're from Hollis. Awesome. And so it was a pretty cool week. Yeah, that sounds extremely eventful. <laughs> and uh, I imagine that in the midst of all of that travel and logistics and all of those things, uh, you were utilizing some form of search in some way to, to manage your life. Hmm, I might have been. Yeah, today on the show, we have uh, Andrew Stanton with us, 
who is a staff product manager of search ranking and platform at Etsy. And I'm, I'm excited to talk with Andrew about search, but also some other things. And also, this is the first episode, I think, where I told my wife who was coming on the show and she recognized, you know, obviously Etsy and was pretty, pretty psyched that I was talking to someone from Etsy. So we're all excited to, to talk to you. Welcome, Andrew. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, definitely. Um, so maybe to start us out, if you could just give us a little bit of your background, how you got into AI, ML related things and search and, uh, and eventually ended up at Etsy. Yeah, great question. So I've been kind of blessed to be working with machine learning and search uh, on and off for about 15 years at this point. And the irony is I actually never intended to go into either. Uh, when I was in school, I was much more interested in kind of distributed systems. And the funny thing was is that, you know, as our data grows, I kept running face first into places where we needed to have more sophisticated search. Uh, we needed to have better predictive performance than kind of standard heuristics. So when I was uh, in undergrad, I was actually working full time for AOL at the same time. And big focus at that point was working for uh, an online radio show of all things. But it ended up boiling down to this kind of predictive uh, problem where we were trying to understand how basically our our listeners would kind of tune in from around the world. And so that was my first kind of face plant into uh, linear regression and kind of uh, time series prediction. Uh, when I left, I ended up moving into something called entity recognition, which is this kind of process of trying to understand from unstructured data the different types of entities that might be represented in it. Could be people, could be companies, could be uh, any type of uh, entity that might be useful. And then building kind of this uh, typo-resistant search on top of it. And that was also probably my, my first uh, real interaction with extremely big data. We were dealing with billions and billions of records. And so how you build kind of performance search on top of this entity recognition system, which is constantly ingesting, you know, hundreds of millions of records per day, turned out to be kind of this, this scratch and itch sweet spot for me. From there, uh, we worked on a bunch of different problems. Uh, ended up uh, in a startup uh, called Blackbird Technologies, where we were working on e-commerce search in the B2B space. And our big kind of uh, value add was being able to leverage uh, multimodal deep learning to basically tease apart a lot of these uh, products that companies had to uh, provide a better search experience on top of it. Uh, we were acquired by Etsy back in 2016, and I've been making my home ever since. And that uh, that sort of multimodal uh, side of search, when you mean that, you meaning like images and text sort of That's thing? That's exactly like, right. Okay. All right. So like products, if you're searching products on a website, there's obviously product photography, right? Mm -hmm. I guess that could factor in somehow. Yeah. I would say a good example would be think about something like Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. You have kind of an image and then you have maybe a sentence or two about what that item is. But somehow you have to understand that when a potential buyer comes in and they type in kind of this highly specific query, such as colors and materials and other types of attributes, you have to take this, this very unstructured piece of information and convert it into something which is both relevant and searchable. 